0: What is up everyone? Welcome to episode 5, financial literacy through soccer. Um uh, I'm happy everyone could join this week. Thanks for listening, thanks for tuning in for everyone that's tuning in week back to back weeks. I appreciate you guys. Um and this one this episode is just a bit of a story, right? It's it's a lot of things that I never knew, you know, growing up or was taught in school or whatever the case was. Um or maybe I heard it and just never really paid attention, but I think, you know, financial literacy is super important. Um for me, I learned all of my you know financial literacy through making tons of mistakes and putting myself in a situation where I had no clue what to do but find a way right There was no way I was like hey i did, i couldn't rely on mom or dad i couldn't you know rely on family members i just had to do it myself, and that's when you know when your back's against the wall, you know what you're really made of, and this is kind of how it came came about so um you know first year finishing up playing pro soccer um playing for the Cosmos and you know nobody really really prepared me or told me it was like hey you know the off season's coming cuz you know in my head I'm like oh you know got played for my you know first team and I'm like oh this is going to be great but nothing really registered or nobody really told me that like hey like this gravy train ends when the contract ends you know, and I'm just like, once that last paycheck hit, I was like, oh, what do I do now? You know what I'm saying? Because nobody, like I said, nobody told me, nobody told me how it worked as my first year playing. And I was just living life. I was in New York City or I was in Long Island. I always go to New York City as much as possible. I was just living life, enjoying it. um, and not really thinking about, you know, what was going to come once the season ended and, how I was going to make ends meet and things like that. So it kind of really hit me all at once. So I remember my last paycheck came, you know, December 31st of 2015. And as soon as January 1 hit, I was teamless. I was jobless. And now I'm like, all right, so what's next? And just coming back from, you know, two injuries, a wrist surgery and a shoulder surgery, I was on the mend. And I needed to find a place to play. So I was, you know, exhausting all options. My agent was doing the thing and trying to figure out what the next step was going to be. And, um, you know, it's hard because if you're an athlete and those that, you know, that play the game or, you know, have been part of it or know someone's like, you know, you're training nonstop. You know, you're working hard, you're you're practicing, you're lifting, you're running, you're doing everything possible to be ready for whenever that opportunity comes um, You're you're ready, you know, because the last thing you want to do is miss up on opportunity to, you know, because you have to get fit or you have to work out here and there just to get yourself back to shape to be able to perform well. So it's kind of an ongoing, you know, thing, no matter even if you're off season or not. Now, typically, when I was uh, done playing, I would go back to Delaware. I would stay at my sister's house and kind of crash in the basement until I got the call. and Then I pack up my stuff, hop in the car, and travel wherever I needed to go. Um, And, you know, through that time, I'm like, all right, well, what do I do in the meantime? You know, I, I, at the time that that year was my first year, I was doing kind of an indoor soccer camp for goalies, you know, doing some indoor training and things like that. And that was a little bit of, you know, moneymaker. And at the time I didn't have too many expenses. So I wasn't really too concerned about it. Like I didn't have rent or things like that, but I I had a car insurance and cell phone and some other small things that I had to pay for. Um, but at the end of the day, like I always had these expenses and you know nobody told me where this money was coming from. And I was good, you know, for probably till the end of January until w- once my camp ended. And I was like, now what? Because preseason started, they just had the MLS draft, USL is getting kicked off, NASL is getting kicked off, MLS all again preseason. And I'm trying to figure out what the next step is. Um and I'm you know, I'm trying out a team just outside of Philly, the Bethlehem Steel, you know, working out with them for a few weeks and nothing was really coming of it. I was there for about three weeks or so. And I was like, I need a paycheck. Like, you know, at this point, bank account is running on empty. All I have really is a credit card. And then I get a call from my agent and they were like, you know, Harrisburg was interested. Um, they they want to see you come out for a few weeks and give you a try. I was like, awesome. Oh, I'm, like, I'm down to do it as long as, you know, once those weeks are up. You know, it's either a yes or no answer. You know, I don't want to be strung around and I want to know a concrete answer. So, I'm like, okay, cool. No problem. So went to Harrisburg, you know, Pennsylvania, about an hour 45 from Delaware and, um, I had to pay for a hotel. I was I had to pay like 75 bucks, whatever it was to stay in this hotel. It was only a one-time fee, but still like I had to pay 75 bucks to try out for a team. I think it's kind of ridiculous, but I was there for three weeks. Um, training, you know, we had preseason games and I couldn't tell you the amount of roommates that I had coming in and out of hotel over those three week period. It, it was absolutely ridiculous. Um I remember, you know, really at this point struggling for money. I was, you know, really trying to find a way to make it work. Like how was I going to do this? You know, I was living off a credit card, which obviously is not a great thing to do whatsoever. Kills your credit score. Definitely don't recommend you guys ever doing that. Um, but it got to a point where you know we finished our last preseason game. Had a conversation with the coach, and you know, he was like, "Yeah, you know, we're interested and we want to sign you." I was like, "Awesome!" But before I even went to Harrisburg, I had a um an a commitment to go to Barbados for you know Caribbean Cup qualifier. We were home against Curacao, and we were away to Dominican Republic, so I was gonna be gone for like ten days or something like that. And because I was gonna be gone, and I was gonna miss the first game of the USL season, they didn't want to sign me. So I was like, cool, whatever. Like, I'm not backing out of the commitment. You know, one of the biggest things for me is once I give my word, I keep it. So I left. Um, You know, luckily for me, I had a a connection. Um, Shout out to Jason uh, Jason Cutney. Um, Was able to lend, you know, the Riverhounds third goalkeeper for the game, which allowed me to sign for them. But by the time that I got to Barbados, played the first game, I was in the DR when I got the call that they wanted to sign me. And at that point, it's probably like a week or so gone by and they already played their first game, and they signed like 12 guys, right? And obviously, MLS season's already started, NAS season's already started, and this is literally, at this point, my only option. And I'm going to be real with you guys, right? Keep it 100%. So, agent was like, yeah, you know, then when Harrisburg wants to sign you, I'm like, awesome, you know, how much? And obviously, you know, I'm thinking in my head, just coming from New York, it'll be probably somewhere a little bit closer to what I was making in New York. And agent was like, yeah, 500 bucks a month plus housing. And I'm like, bro, a car insurance is like 185. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just how, how is that going to work? That's just not going to, that doesn't make any sense. Like, how is that financially going to work? And he was like, that's, that's the best that they could do. And I'm just like, now I'm like in between a rock and a hard place because coming off my first year, didn't play any, prof- any like first team minutes. Um, and now I'm going to my second year going off to surgeries and I need to prove myself of like, what do I do? You know, like I don't have any cash reserves. I don't have any savings. You know, I can't ask, you know, the parents for money or anything like that. So it's either a play and, you know, take a chance, find a way, or I just don't and maybe miss out an opportunity to, you know, have a great career. Um, so talked about it, you know, thought about it, prayed about it. And I was like, fine, let's do it. So, Signed with the Harrisburg City Islanders for the 2016 USL season, right? Um and it was it was a shock for me. It wasn't easy because everything changed, right? The lifestyle of living in New York and all that fun stuff was quickly gone. You know, I'm in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Um, completely different lifestyle than New York. Housing situation wasn't great. Um house needed a duplex needed a lot of work to it. Uh, my bedroom was literally the size of a closet and I, I tell you, I remember when I rolled up or pulled up to the, the house, completely dry. I think I broke down and cried. I was like, I can't believe I just hit rock bottom. That's what it felt like. i felt like a rock bottom. Um, but like I said before, you know, you have to make lemons out of lemonade and, you know, I got an opportunity, which I know a lot of people won't have. So like I was grateful for what I had and I had to make the best of it. So you know, for the first probably two three months, I'm making it work. You know, I'm trying to do some on the side individual stuff, um, but I wasn't making enough money. The first time I got the paycheck, I mean, that was literally, it was like 214 bucks, 185 of that went to car insurance and I'm just kind of stuck like Jesus. Okay, now what do I do? Um, but in that time frame, that's where, you know, you have to be really resourceful and you have to really kind of take a step back and say, what? do I have to work with? And how can I make it work in my favor? Um, and like I said, I would do as many individual sessions as possible. I would coach for a local a team as much as I could uh, to make extra money. And I'll be honest with you guys, the Dollar Tree and Walmart literally became my best friends. I mean, I was, <laughs> I was in those stores getting whatever I needed to um, just to survive, right? I, and that's where I learned to like, I, I knew how to cook, right? Or I knew, <laughs> I knew how to cook to survive, if that makes sense. Uh, but I would, I would cook every dinner in bulk. Like I would make like spaghetti or chili or whatever. Cook it in bulk, have it for like three, four days, having leftovers, and that would be my dinner. And usually lunch was like peanut butter and jelly or something along those lines. And dinner was like oatmeal or eggs or whatever, you know, I can I muster up. When it came to these like going on away trips, we would get per diem, you know, we get cash for food and stuff like that. I would always save the per diem. I would always go to Walmart the day before, cook something like my dinner, put the rest in the fr- in the fridge, and put everything else in to-go containers. i would eat that with me, have sandwiches, stuff for uh, PBJ, and that was what I was doing. You know, that was kind of the, the next best thing because at the end of the day, the, I had no other option, right? As the year starting to go, like you know, it's just it was a lot. You know, I was, I was trying to make it work. At the first part of the year, I wasn't really playing. Uh, but then, you know, tide's turn, tide, the tide changed and I got to play a few games and did pretty well. So I was happy about that, but still, you know, the financial situation was the biggest issue. You know, as we're kind of getting through the year, um, I forget who told me, somebody gave me a bright idea to Uber and I was like, it's not a bad idea. Like why not? You know, I was doing the little coaching on the side, and Ubering was my saving grace. If I give you, if I'm being honest with you guys, Uber was a, a situation where, especially where I lived, it was perfect because I lived on the main street in Harrisburg, and it was on Second Street, and there was about a block of like bars and you know one club and stuff like that. A lot of social activity where people go out to, so I would Uber Friday night, Saturday night, and Sundays um, to make extra money. And obviously, if you know any type of professional sports games schedule, the games are usually, you know, Fridays or Saturdays. So prime example, say we had a game Saturday night. Friday night, I would Uber probably from like 7 in the afternoon all the way to like 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning, you know, make a few bucks. And then I would probably sleep the entire day Saturday, um, you know, be ready to go for the game. Say it game's at 7, I'm waking up like 2, gives a bite to eat be at the stadium by like five o'clock four thirty-five o'clock and get ready to go for a seven o'clock kickoff and as soon as that game was done i would go home drop my stuff off and i would uber for the rest of the night so like that was the type of thing that i had to do and i had to do that religiously but i kid you not if i didn't do that that was literally probably one of the saving graces because at the time i would say even before i started ubering my car needed brakes and rotors um and i couldn't afford it credit cards maxed out they're you know my account went into um delinquent or whatever you want to call it and they're calling me for payment and stuff like that i'm just ducking the calls 24 7. student loans are asked for money ducking the calls right and at this point like i started out 2016 with a great credit score i was like like mid sevens mid 700s and as i'm not able to pay my bills and i'm maxing out my credit card and i don't have the funds to pay it off because i need to eat and i need to put gas in my car I you know, my credit score took a huge hit. I think I dropped to like high fives or something like that, like high five hundreds or whatever it was. And I was in a huge I wasn't I just wasn't in a good spot financially. And like I said, nobody told me the year before that you need to save up your money for the off season. So you know, money's coming in and I'm going to New York. So I'm going to Manhattan and stuff like that and shopping and going out and drinks and stuff like that. And I'm just living the life, you know, I'm 23 years old, 24 years old. And I'm living in New York, New York city. is my playground and I'm just enjoying it. Right. Nobody told me about really the saving aspect of it. You know, nobody told me of like, you need to manage your money and put stuff away. So, you know, at the end of the day, it came back to bite me in the butt. Um, you know, as the year kind of goes on, we're getting into kind of late July, early August. I got a call from one of my, uh, my, my boys, and they're just like, hey, you know, I, had a, I got a guy who's coaching at Penn State Harrisburg who's looking for a goalie coach. Should would be interested. I'm like, how much does it pay? <laughs> First question, I was like, how much does it pay? Because you know, I really needed the money to make it work. Um, and he was like, I honestly don't know. You have to kind of have a conversation with him, but here's his number. And that's when you know, Coach K came in. Uh, coach K uh, was like a father figure for me when I was there at Penn State Harrisburg. Um, great guy, great coach. Um, you know, hopefully, knock on wood, we cross paths again because I love, love, love the man to death. Um, but you know, I forget what it was. It, it probably like four or five hundred bucks, six hundred bucks, whatever. But I remember the first time that hit my account, and I was like, oh my god, I can actually breathe. You know, I don't know if any of you guys ever felt that way where, like, you're tight for money, and then that, that paycheck comes, and you're just like, oh, all right, now I'm not in such bad as place I was before, right? And for me, I was just like, this is great, so now I can actually pay my bills. I can actually, you know, eat a little bit. I can, you know, try to fix whatever I needed to fix, and that was the biggest thing for me. You know, Penn State Harrisburg was such a saving grace, and being around those guys, um, I was coaching the men's side and the girls' side as a goalkeeper coach, and, you know, that was probably one of the biggest things for me because I, without that, man, I would have been absolutely struggling. But it, it made things a little bit easier. Um, I didn't have to Uber as much, right? I had to Uber. I still had to Uber. Don't get me wrong. I still had to make the extra cash, but um, I wasn't burning all oils of the night. And let me just paint the picture for you guys, right? When, when, I, when I'm talking about like finding a way, so wake up, wake up in the morning, get myself situated, get myself prepared for the day, out the door like nine o'clock at the field for practice at nine thirty. We train like ten to like eleven thirty, whatever the case is. As soon as I get done that, take myself straight to Penn State Harrisburg. I'm there probably from like twelve thirty to like seven, eight o'clock at night, training, practice planning, coaching, whatever the case is. as soon as that done, I'm headed right back to Harrisburg, especially if it's a weekend and I'm Ubering, you know, till two, three o'clock in the morning. And That was my schedule for the longest time because I, there was no other way for me to make money, you know, and even when I can, I would have, you know, I would either go down the street or a close field where I would do some individual training sessions. And I had, and I said, I I was so determined to not be in financial debt anymore that I would do anything possible to make it work on top of, you know, driving back and forth to Delaware um, to see family and things like that. It was, it was a lot, you know, and. You know, obviously you're like, damn, like, why would you do all this just to play a sport? I'm like, listen, when you dedicate your whole life to something, right? When you put so much time, effort, blood, sweat, and tears, you sacrifice so much of the hanging out time to be with friends or family for something that you you love and have a a passion for. You you do whatever you need to do to get it done. And for me, like my goal was, you know, I want to get to the next level. You know, i want to be a starter in the league i want to you know make a significant amount of income for the life i wanted to live and i knew that i had to take this step here to kind of make it work and even though on the financial side it wasn't great and i was busting my butt to you know make ends meet on the soccer side it played out pretty much well in my favor um i played a decent amount of games i played well um you know it was a great opportunity for me to finally get some minutes which you know for those of you that know the goalkeeper position only one person plays. So when you're playing, you got to make the best of it. And I got the opportunity and I took it. And obviously we didn't have a great, we didn't have a great season, but we we're only 3.2 out of a playoff position, which wasn't bad. Um, and, I, and I got a chance to showcase, you know, and that was probably one of the biggest things for me. And that set up the, uh, the next step in my career, which I'll talk about a little bit later. But, you know, while I was in Harrisburg, I learned a lot about myself, um, especially financially. Right. And, you know, what someone's willing to do to make it work. Um, and that's why I think today one of my biggest things is in terms of mindset is like, you know, people say that they can't do something or something like that. It's like, no, nah, like I feel like people don't give the full effort to try it. If you try it multiple times, it's like, how can I make it work or ask for help? Um, to try to make it work. And I think that was probably one of the biggest things for me is I was at a point where I needed to make it work and I needed to do what I needed to do to be able just to survive. Like we're not even talking about living at this point, we're just talking about surviving um you know and once that season ended you know the once the USL season I was still in Harrisburg because I still had a commitment to Penn State Harrisburg you know um we made a tournament was, we made some tournament um first in my like program history or whatever it was and it was awesome you know it was great to be around the guys and I had a great obligation you know cuz I was able to getting paid and I needed to be there and um for me it was just super important and I you know obviously same thing. I was, I felt like I was a pro college kid again. You know, I didn't have any money and any chance I could get a meal. Oh man. I took full advantage of it and tried to save some for later, you know, because um, that could be a meal for future or, you know, for tomorrow, whatever the case was. And I think that's probably one of the biggest things is being able to use your resources at your advantage. Coach K took care of me. Um, he was able to be there for me and um, helped me out when I was in a tough situation. Um, you know gave me food and gave me a job and you know allowed myself to kind of bring myself up and move to the next step and luckily you know still have a great relationship to him his family's awesome the penn state harrisburg soccer community is great as well i'm always thankful for those guys because it wasn't for them you know, 2016 would have been a lot tougher year but that's where the foundation was set in terms of financial literacy because i knew off of that those mistakes that i made That I know that I needed to save, right? I know that I needed to put money away for a rainy day or something where the bad something bad worse to happen. Um, I also need to, you know, kind of increase my bank account where I can not have, you know, to be stressing about money so much. And I think that's a huge thing. And you know, talking last podcast about relationships and things like that. So many relationships fail because of finances, making money. So I think being financially literate is super important, right? Having those tough discussions. But for me, I had to learn the hard way, which is fine, right? And that's why I'm telling my story because, you know, I think it's great where, you know, you're able to tell a story and it might be able to change somebody's perspective. Because like prime example, how many times that we're growing up and our parents are telling us to do this or do that and we don't listen to them, but Lo and behold, they've been through it already. So they know what's already going to happen. And then we do it anyway. And then just like, see, I told you so. And now you got to have that lesson of like, okay, maybe mom and dad's right. Maybe I should probably listen to them because, you know, obviously they're older and they've done it before. Now, kind of moving forward, right? Like I was saying, that was setting the foundation um, in terms of my financial literacy. I knew that I needed to save money. I knew I needed to make more money. I knew I had to be in a situation where um, I can, you know, not just survive, but live. And, And that was something that I was really serious about. So, 2016 usl season ends um i was and i'll be honest with you guys i was at a point where i wasn't going to do that again right i was like i was so done with harrisburg in terms of soccer that you know the financial side was so hard i wasn't even interested in coming back and the club had my option and what that means is the club made the decision that they were going to keep me for another year or not um and if they did i kind of had no choice i kind of had to set up and do it but if not i was free to kind of go wherever and, you know, I think best for my career was that they didn't take up my option. And I had the opportunity um, to play for Pittsburgh. Oddly enough, league rivals, you know, hate each other, Keystone Cup, all that fun stuff. But um, it was a situation where I needed to definitely increase being a better spot financially. So I was so adamant about the financial side of it. I took on pretty much the most of the majority of the discussions when it came to my contract negotiations. And, uh, at the time, um, my boy, like I said, Jason Cutney was there. He was a technical director and I'm talking strictly to him. I didn't even let my agent do it because I was like, I was so fed up from 2016 that I wasn't going to allow 2017 to be the same thing. And it's funny because I never, my boss, like my current boss, where I work at now always tell me that people either run to pleasure or run from pain and the pain of being broke sucks. So I definitely wasn't doing that again, right? I was like, yeah, we're we're fixing that for sure. So, after negotiations, things like that, you know, came to an agreement, payment payment was four times better, was so much better, and I was gonna be in a lot better living situation. I was gonna have great opportunity to coach and make more money on the side. Um, so I was happy. I was like, this is gonna be great, you know, and I, I knew that I had to prepare for the offseason, right? So I knew from the jump that as soon as I start getting paid, I needed to, um, save because I knew the off season was going to come at some point and whether I was going to be in Pittsburgh again or go somewhere else, I know that I needed to make sure that I had money to sustain myself in the off season and that was going to be important. I also knew for my goals, I needed to get my credit score up, right? At that point I was 24. I was going to turn 25. Yeah. Turn 25 that year, 26, one of the two, whatever. Anyway. I know that I need to get my credit score up because I know as life gets, as I get older, I'm going to need to have a decent score to, you know, get a house and get a loan and buy a car and everything else in between. So um, I knew the hard work was was going to be put in. And when I moved to Pittsburgh first weekend I was there, I was coaching, right? I was first, I mean, we just started preseason, but those Fridays, I think it was Friday night and Saturdays and maybe even Sundays. I can't remember coaching nonstop. We coached like nine hours. Like we were on our feet for like nine hours doing like the, the academy program and things like that. And like, I wasn't going to let any opportunity pass me binders of coaching because I know I needed the money. So for me, I was taking every opportunity to start saving. Right. And as soon as I got the money and I put, and I pay, I made sure I paid all my bills first. That was probably one of the first things I paid on my bills, got groceries, got gas and everything else was went straight to savings. And at this point, like I even felt bad spending money on myself, you know, because I was like, Nope, I can't spend on myself. I got I got a goal to get and I was moving to it. Um, And it took me probably like from January of 2017, about mid-April, beginning of May, to get my credit score back up to a great spot. And I'm paying things off like every week. Every time I get paid, I'm dropping down more and more. And um, credit score is going up and up. And, you know, I'm getting things out of delinquency and I'm paying a constant payment on them and I'm doing everything I need to do to make sure that everything's right. And for me, soccer-wise, it was great. You know, I was playing and, you know, I love being in Pittsburgh. It was a great city and, you know, it's a great opportunity. Uh, But for me, the financial side, it was my biggest thing. And not that I ever thought that I was making it, but I was like, me and my roommate, Shane, uh, we had like this thing that we would do. So every Tuesday night, we go to like Bar Louie and have dollar burgers. I was like, well, I can afford a dollar, dollar burger. And then every Thursday night, we go to this pizza shop down in the south side, uh, kind of downtown Pittsburgh, and we have 80 cent sliced pizzas. So in my head I I'm going from 2016 where I couldn't even afford to go out <laughs> but 2017 probably not much either but I was like you know what I'm making strides in my life right I'm at a point now where I can at least go out and you know enjoy a little bit um and have a little bit of fun and you know I could spend 4 or 5 dollars here on a burger or a couple burgers really and not feel too bad about it so you know I knew that I was making the right strides and I knew I was doing what I needed to do um to make things work Tough part was um, you know, I wanted to make money faster, all right? But I know I couldn't do that um, just because of certain restrictions, in terms of coaching and things like that. But I knew that I was going in the right direction, and um, I also knew that you know I was saving up for the off season, which was the most important thing because I didn't know what was going to happen. And you know, long story short, you know, ultimately didn't end up staying in Pittsburgh just because of you know disputes with the coaching staff or management, whatever you want to call it, but it was a situation where I knew I wasn't coming back, but I knew, which was great, that I had money in the bank. I had a, in a couple thousand dollars that I saved, um, to be able to live at least till I get the next paycheck. And it was nice because I saved up money to go visit friends. I visited some friends in Boston. I visited some friends in Miami. Um, I was able to take, you know, a couple of trips here or there to visit my mom, stuff like that. So, I did what I needed to do, right? And I think probably one of the biggest messages about financial literacy literacy, yeah, literacy, is the fact that, you know, people, you want to save up for the things that you want, right? If you don't have to put them on credit, don't put it on credit, right? Because at the end of the day, you still have to pay that off anyway. And if you don't pay it off on time, there's going to be interest. So you're going to be paying more for what you already paid for. Right. And so I think that one of the biggest things for me was I had to cash save. And I was like, you know what, let me do it. I, I worked really hard this year. Uh, let me go live life a little bit. I went to Miami for New Year's to visit my boy Tyler and had a great time, you know, and I wouldn't be able to do that if I would have still been in Harrisburg. No disrespect. So I think the financial literacy side of it is like, know that you have to save first and foremost. Right. And you can start as early as who knows, eight years old, whatever. Um, Get a separate savings account. Right. Um, whether you're full time, you have a career or, you know, part time, whatever, you put 10 percent of your paycheck away and you save that into account that you don't touch. Whether it's for a rainy day or saving up for a goal or whatever the case is, that's probably going to be one of the biggest things because it's just going to be there waiting for you. You know, and that was one of the things now that I do. Right. I have my typical my regular account that I have that, you know, all my bills and stuff come out of. I have a separate savings account. That you know has a really high interest rate. I have another um, checking account, which is just a rainy day fund. So money goes in there. I have a Roth IRA. All this stuff, right? So I'm making sure now that I'm covering all of my bases. So say something bad was to happen tomorrow. Prime example, a pandemic was to happen, right? Pandemic happened. I, I got I wasn't able to work from March four March fifteenth all the way to June fifteenth. Luckily, you know I have a great situation, a great company, and, and they're able to take care of me during that time. But worst case scenario, if I wasn't able to collect a paycheck, I had enough money saved that I would have covered my expenses for at least two months, right? Living out, obviously living below my means and things like that, but all my expenses would have been covered for two months. And that's where I want to continuously grow and continuously do is to be able to put money aside and put money away. So if something were to happen even now, right, we're still going through the pandemic that I'm able to pull out into my rainy day fund and be able to still live, pay my bills and do what I need to do and not worry about taking a hit financially or credit score wise or anything like that. And I think that's super important as we continue to go forward, because if we're not doing those things, there's always going to be a time where, like I said, you're going to need that extra little bit of money. Or as we get older, even for me, like I'm 28 and you turn 29 in September. You know, I'm looking to those next stages of my life. Like, do I want to get a house? You know, do I want to, um, you know, maybe get another car or get a loan for something, whatever the case is. And like, you know, you have to have good credit to do that. And that comes from financial literacy. So I think one of the biggest things that if I could take away from anything is, you know, being able to once save, save as much as you can, right. And obviously live below your means. Don't be in a situation where you're spending money, you know, you know um spending money immaturely because at the end of the day when you're going to need that money sometimes you're not going to be able to rely on your parents or rely on a support system to take care of you right you want to be self-independent yourself because if something happens you got to take care of yourself and like i said you know coming out of that now you know having a job like i, said, I put 10 percent of all of my paychecks automatically away don't touch it not important i'm saving up for big purchases coming up you know kind of some life goals And, you know, that's another part of my expenses, you know, and you have to figure out what your expenses are each month, you know, and figure out how much you need to make sure that you make to make sure you cover that. And that includes savings, that includes taking taxes out of it because Uncle Sam got to have his cut too, you know? So you got to make sure that you're really taking um, a notice and being aware of all those financial situations because 2016 was a big eye-opener for me, right? Having to literally burn the midnight oil on top of still playing soccer, on top of coaching soccer, on top of Ubering, just to make ends meet and survive is something I never want to do again. Now, that work ethic is going to get you, is going to get me pretty far because now I can still do, I'm not saying I need to Uber, but I can still work a full-time job. I can coach on the side if I want to, not because I have to. I think that's a big difference for me. I coach because I want to, not because I have to, right? Now, when I had to, sometimes it wasn't as enjoyable because I know that the pay wasn't going to be that great. And I know that if I wanted to actually make a decent living off of just coaching, I would have to coach probably six, seven hours a day in the hot blazing sun, you know, and it's not easy, right? And you have to have a decent amount of clients to kind of make that work. But being able to coach because I want to, not because I have to, is probably one of the biggest things. And I know that if I ever was to get in the jam again, I have enough resources and financial awareness and self-awareness that I know what I need to get it done and what expenses I can get rid of. To make sure that I'm not spending spending money aimlessly throughout the um, throughout the week or throughout the month, and I I definitely want to challenge you guys, right? No matter where you are in your life, you know we could always save more, right? We never know what's going to happen, and you know you have to think about it, right? With this pandemic going on, sports are getting canceled for collegiately or or colleges and stuff like that. Um, You know, people are losing their jobs. Unemployment is at an all time high you know, whatever you want to call it, making sure that, you know, we're we're taking the necessary steps now to make sure we're in a great financial spot to take care of ourselves. And I think that's one of the biggest things. And you know, credit score is gonna be a big part of it, but making sure that we're financially able to have at least two to three months of our personal finances or expenses saved up. So if anything were to ever happen, we'll be ready for it. You know, and like said the biggest life lesson that I've learned so far was taking a hit because I wasn't prepared. Saving for the future, saving for what's next, um, and making sure that uh, my self-financial is in a good, good spot. You guys with this, right? Um, a lot of people always ask me, you know, why did I stop playing? Um, you know, obviously, yes, I got an injury. I tore my Achilles, but I recovered, played a couple games for Barbados. And ultimately, I did earn a contract again. Um, and I think that was one of the biggest things for me is that I knew that I could get back to it, and I did. And I earned a contract uh, with the USL League One team. And I think one of the biggest things for me was that financial part of it, right? I, the, the deal ultimately fell through because of housing and trying to figure out, you know, pay for, not pay for, things like that. And I wasn't, I wasn't going to be in it. I wasn't in a good financial situation to pay for rent in the city that I just moved to in terms of Pittsburgh and also pay rent where that team was and i had to make the tough decision and it wasn't any way shape um uh, way, shape imaginable an easy decision but i knew from my previous experience of dealing with everything that i went through in harrisburg that i didn't want to put myself in another financial crisis um and i didn't want to be in a tough situation financially so i made the tough decision to stop playing um and was it an easy decision by no means it was it easy it was really tough but looking back on it now um i know i made the right decision uh i put myself in a great situation financially i still play obviously you know play npsl last summer and i still train and work out and things like that and just in ca- just in case i ever do get the call again but um I, you know i i just knew that for me it's something that i i didn't want to ever go back to like i said I, I'm, I'm either running towards pleasure or i'm running from pain that pain of being in that bad financial crisis or something that i never want to go through again so long story short, that's how financial literacy came into my <laughs> into my life. But listen, I appreciate you guys so much uh, for listening again, tuning in again. Um, those that have shared it and sent me positive feedback back, I appreciate you guys. Uh, this is something that, you know, me sh- sharing my personal story and trying to make the best of it. And hopefully I can help someone else. Uh, that's the whole goal of this. But thank you guys again for listening. Um, got a big episode coming up next week. Got my first guest on the show. So I'm excited about it. Stay tuned. Have a great rest of your week and enjoy your weekend.